Welcome to 10 Minutes With. It's podcasts for people who want to listen to podcasts but don't have all day. In this episode, Sunny Delphiette from Family Life Afternoons talks to singer and songwriter Laura Story. Blessed to have Laura Story and family in the studio. Laura, when I was working in LA, the entourage was a little bit different than the entourage here. And who I is know, this but entourage? We, we can certainly trash a hotel room like the best of them. <laughs> Okay, so the Andrage, the one that's licking the microphone over there like an ice cream cone, that is Benjamin. He's one of my five-year-old twins. And then the one that was singing was is Griffin. And then Timothy is the one that's currently breaking your computer. Ah, okay. I what? think the kids need to go because I don't know if we can afford for them to hang out much I, longer. I don't see Josie. I know. Okay, so <laughs> Josie, so they are were you, doing. Are you coming up? Okay. They were doing a special President's Day thing at her school, uh-huh. where Dad came dressed up as George Washington. No, no, don't touch that. So <laughs> he's not like me at home. Hey, don't touch that. Don't touch that. Hey, kids, out of here. Are they out? Okay, lo- love you guys. Okay. Get on out of here. All right, they're, they're you're, heading out. You're doing such a great job. Now I'll leave. Gotta, gotta let you hey, go. Just for a little bit. There you go. All right. This is just life for me. And that's the thing. <laughs> Welcome home because this is home. Well, and you guys, you guys really are like home for mm. us. You guys have always, I mean, you really are who you say you are in the sense that you're family friendly and no one can test that more than me because mm. I will bring the whole crew in and your, <laughs> uh, your station's always so kind to us and, and such a, just such a gift to this community. Well, you're a gift to us. And when you think of uh, the blessings the Lord has given you and uh, writing and musicality, why Christian music? Well, I grew up playing classical music, string bass, yeah. which no one really wanted to hear me play solo <laughs> string bass. <laughs> when I started Singing, it was more as a songwriter, mm. and I had I had always been involved with music since I was a kid, just not really as a singer. But I began to write songs, and it really was it was less about hey, I want to be a Christian artist, and more about God doing just a substantial work in my heart mm-hmm. that I, you know, as a musician, any musician knows that you know when the Lord's working in your heart, it just kind of comes out of musical form, and and I've been very fortunate that. It's uh, that whatever whatever reason God gifted me, uh, it's been able to connect with other people. I feel like I share my story through song, and I love when other people tell me, "Hey, me too." You know, Mm -hmm. that song encouraged me because I'm walking that same road, and so that's kind of I guess that's kind of the why behind why I do what I do. Amen. And when you do songs like Blessing, which is, uh, Blessings is more than just one song. Yeah. Uh, it, it's multiple songs on on pain and, and joy and love and hurt and loss. Uh, when you do songs like that, yeah. first time I played it here on Family Life, it, it hit me like uh, a velvet glove. Hmm. And then I started to cry. Because, you know, when you have those tough times, it, it's just one of those, hey, let's let's praise him in this storm. Yeah. And then when you see you perform it live, blessings, everyone's crying and everyone's ready to give you a standing ovation. You go straight to the next song <laughs> because you don't want it to be about you. Why do you do that? Man, blessings, I feel like the song blessings was something that I got to be part of. Mm. Because when I think about just the rich theology and even... Uh, just the way of looking at our trials. I felt like it was way beyond my years. It was wisdom way beyond my years <laughs> when I wrote it. And so in a lot of ways, I've I've been learning from that song for so long. And so I always feel a little awkward that when people give me, <laughs> give me credit for it. <laughs> because it's not like I had this super strong faith as we walked through 
you know, and, and as we walk through trials, my, my husband had a brain tumor about 13 years ago mm-hmm. and still lives with substantial um, disabilities. And so it's still a road that we're walking. And, and that's kind of where the song Blessing came from. But it's, it's something that God's, I feel like he knew I needed to sing it night after night. Wow. And so it's something I'm still learning. From. When we see you in concert, uh, yes. w- it, it, you, you say it's Valentine's Day, Valentine's weekend. They're going to hear about love. Over I, and over again. I, I don't know if I know any love songs. Yeah, all of I your get, songs are love songs. I guess so. Yeah, I'll have to. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll just play about the love of God. That's yes, perfect. How about that? No. There's no bigger love. Well, I love that. Uh, you know, that you do events like this that do celebrate Kali, the just the gift that marriage is, and um, I loved that we get to minister to to these couples, and I love that people want to come and and do this kind of thing uh, for Valentine's Day. We talked about blessings on how the song was just one of those songs that was like a velvet glove, you Mm. know. But there's another song, the lyrics. The first time I heard it, it's kind of poppy. I'm like, oh, this is cute. And then you get to the bridge and wow, it it says, so be my healer, be my comfort, Mm. be my peace, because I can be broken. I can be needy. Lord, I need you to be, be my God so I can just be me. Oh, I haven't thought about that one. I may have to play that one tonight. Please. It, that's <laughs> always been one of my favorites because it's, mm. yeah, the more authentic you can be as a songwriter, just the easier it is to, to sing the song and uh, and kind of deliver that message to people. And I wrote that after the birth of my first child. Josie. Yes. Sweet, <laughs> sweet Josie, who's the only one I didn't bring with me because, she, you know, she's at home with dad and they're having a, a sweet little Valentine's Aww. weekend, the two of them. But... It was a time where, you know, it's amazing how when you are watching other people parent, you're like, oh, please, it can't be that hard. (laughs) (laughs) And then the Lord's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you think? <laughs> and let me give you four. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, I I was so undone. Like when I when I first had had Josie and realized, wow, this is hard. And really having to fight that. Uh, that tendency that any mom goes through of comparing themselves to other moms. Mm. And part of our kind of story and our situation is, you know, I'm a working mom. And so I'm not able to bake the homemade cookies to send in for the class, whatever. And uh, if I remember, like, usually I bring in the Oreos that are just a couple of weeks expired. (laughs) Just a couple of (laughs) weeks. Come on, they're Oreos. <laughs> I didn't know they expired, but okay. I know. Yeah. You have to try really hard to bring in expired Oreos. But anyway, it was a song that I, I really had to come to the place of saying, I am needy yes. as a mom, as a wife, just mm. as a person. I am so needy, and that's not a bad thing. I don't have what it takes, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because when you really acknowledge uh, just the depth of your need, that's when... I think that God can begin to be all those things in your life that you theoretically know that he is, Mm -hmm. but it's not until you acknowledge your need that you really begin to feel it. Laura from Sparkle City, Spartanburg, South Carolina. Carolina. Yes. um, For those those that maybe are worship leaders here in smaller towns, Spartanburg, not really a metro area. So I'm from there, but now I live right right side of Atlanta. Yes, yes. There are like a thousand other worship leaders. (laughs) (laughs) But you start in Spartanburg. I did, yes. And the Lord has used you to travel the world now, singing his praises. So for those other small town worship leaders, what, what advice do you have for them? Man. And I, I kind of sound like a broken record because anytime anyone asks me, I say the same exact thing. 
And I always, I'm telling worship leaders all over the nation, don't be famous, be faithful. Amen. Don't be famous, be faithful. Because people are always asking me, how can I get to the next thing? And I always have to gently remind them that you know the the local church is not your stepping stone to a recording mm. career. You know, the church is Plan A, and I um, I can say that because I was on staff at a church, and then things began to pick up, you know, with outside ministry, and I had that opportunity to to leave my my church job. But luckily, I had some some pastors and some good friends that just rem- gently reminded me. Uh, that the church being part of a church and being part of ministry in a church, that that really is, it's a gift that if if you find a great church to serve in, like you don't want to give that up. Mm. And so I've, you know, for the past 15 years been at perimeter and I love the people there. I bet I, I could go on and on about this, forever. <laughs> but just this, this idea. Um, a lot of people think, you know, the more people that have heard my song, the better, but I always encourage worship leaders, you know, when you have a song or, or a great voice, whatever it is, you offer back that talent that mm-hmm. the Lord's given you and you let him be responsible for the scope mm-hmm. because he may just want you to, ser- to serve for the next 50 years at that 50-person church and, and just let him be in charge of that. Or you have something that can uh, also help, a devotional, a CD, and so much more, right? I do, yeah. So we just came out. So my first book was called... Um, Golly, now I'm blanking. This is... <laughs> Yet blessing. Oh, and, uh, so my first book was called um, When God Doesn't Fix It. Yeah. And that's really the story about my husband and I and everything we've walked through with his health and, and really the promises of God that we cl- we were clinging to and still cling to um, through that journey. And this past summer came out with a project that's a book, Bible study, and some, some new songs as well called I Give Up. Mm. And it's about finding joy in learning to let go. You know, I've, I got to be honest with you. I began to notice in my life that I was looking to my ability to control things and people and my children and my husband, (laughs) you know, looking to my ability to control, uh, to find joy and peace in my life. When the scriptures tell us that it really is through letting go that we Mm. find these letting go and trusting God. And so it's a process of surrender that I'm on, but the book has been has been neat to be for me to be able to share my story and meet other people who are also on that journey. Amen. Uh, Laura Story Music. Yeah, LauraStoryMusic.com, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. If you want to see some crazy pictures of our family. <laughs> Someone told me once, I follow you on social media and it makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> hey! I just said, uh, Thanks? I, thanks. I, I'm going to take that as a compliment. I'm going to choose to take that as a compliment. Yes.